Welcome to Rhema for Today. Now in the natural, you know, just out in the world, you know people and I do too. That started telling something years ago as a joke. But they've told us so long now they'll swear it's so. They've convinced themselves. Amen. Don't you know folks I can't even out in the world? Some of your kin folks. <laughs> Amen. Well, you just smile, you have to, but you see the same thing will work over here in the spirit realm. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, You Can Have What You Say, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Brother Hagan for today's message. Another person, 49 years. I don't know why we skipped 48, but then we had two or three 47 years. And I don't know why we skipped 46, but we had a good number that had been seeking the Bible in over 45 years. And I'd go to full gospel churches, and sometimes half of the church, like I said, did not have the experience. But I usually never left. In fact, I never left without all of them being filled with the Holy Ghost. That is, if they came. Now, you understand if somebody came one night and never did come back anymore, well, of course, you know, what happened to them? But I'm talking about people who came. And all, and, and these are what we call chronic seekers in full gospel circles. Some of you charismatics don't understand that, but <laughs> how many of you folks do understand it? Well, I know something about your background. And, uh, <laughs> amen. Then the same thing is true with healing. You got people here that, uh, and see, these were the days of the voice of healing. And uh, there's a healing revival on here in America from 1947 through 1958. Marvelous things happening. And, and, and yet most of these people in the churches that I'm ministering to, all the leading healing evangelists had laid hands on them. And no insinuation, because I'm there, and usually would not accept a meeting for less than three weeks, and then go three, four, five, six, seven, eight, even nine weeks in one church, two services a day. And I laid hands on them time or two a week. <laughs> and they didn't get healed. But I would say to them, let me, let me show you how I taught them. And, and very seldom is a very rare thing to leave a church. Now you have to understand now that it wasn't there one week. You can't do it in one week. Are you listening? But I would never leave without all of them being filled with the Holy Ghost. And usually... Most all of them heal. Be a very rare thing for them not to be healed. Say, so how did you do that? Anybody could have done it. I'd have special classes for nobody but those that needed the baptism of the Holy Ghost, teaching faith on the daytime, and, and then talk to these people because I ministered to them on an individual basis. Uh, you, you see, when you're just in the churches, you're going to be there for weeks. Well, you don't have to pray for everybody every night. But if you're just going to be there a few days, you see, and you're in a larger church, well, then you just line them up and go down the line laying hands on them. A certain percent of them will receive. But here, I would usually, after I ministered, sit in the chair on the platform. You last longer sitting than you do standing. Have you ever noticed that? When you get tired, it's difficult to yield to the Holy Ghost. 
And so I'd preach, and then I'd set in the chair on the platform and then have the healing line come by. And sometimes I'd deal with one person for 45 minutes. And actually, there, there, there was a couple of times that I dealt with one person, just one person, about an hour and a half. But it got them healed. Why don't you do that now, dear Lord, with all the folks we got lined up here? <laughs> Can't do it. Don't have time. So just go ahead and teach and preach. And so I, I talked to them on an individual basis. Now, a lot of times I would say this to them, those chronic cases, those real hard cases, those that would come, because see, I'd put people in the same line to be healed and to be filled with the Spirit and lay hands on them. And I'd say to them now, don't come back the next time we have a laying on a hand service. Don't, don't get in the line. For the next two or three days, I never did tell anybody to do it over three days. For the next two or three days, never did tell them to do it any less than two days and never told them to do it any more than three. The real hard ones, I'd tell them three. Those that seem not to be so hard, I'd tell them two. Now, when you go to bed tonight, see, I'm talking to them in the night service. On one way, when you go to bed tonight, while you are getting undressed and getting ready to get get into bed, you say, "Now, the next time I go, and don't come back now for two or three days. See, the next time I go and he lays hands on me, I'll be filled with the Spirit. The next time I go and he lays hands on me, I'll be healed." Well, they would say, "Yeah, but now what if I don't believe that?" Well, I said, say it anyway. You see, if you say something long enough, you'll eventually start believing it. Now, in the natural, you know, just out in the world, you know people, and I do too, that started telling something years ago as a joke. But they've told it so long now, they'll swear it's so. <laughs> they've convinced themselves. Amen. Don't you know folks like that even out in the world? Some of your kin folks. Amen. Well, you just smiled your head. But you see, the same thing will work over here in the spirit realm. And uh, the next time I go, now when you go to bed, I said, before you go to sleep, you say, the next time I go and he lays hands on me, I'll be healed. The next time I go and he lays hands on me, I'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. In the nighttime, I said, if you wake up, say that. The next morning when you wake up, first thing before you get out of bed, say, the next time I go and Brother Hagin lays hands on me, I'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. The next time I go and he lays hands on me, I'll be healed. And then I said, say that to yourself. If you're, you know, if you work on a job or somebody's around you, they won't understand. See, you don't just go off blabbing out in front of folks. That's like casting pearls before swine a lot of times. Amen. But I said, if you're by yourself, say it out loud. If you're with somebody, say it to yourself on the inside of yourself. The next time, every time you think of it and see to it that you do think of it. And if you're really concerned, you will think of it. And if you don't think to say it, forget it. Don't come back. You're not interested in getting healed or filled with the spirit either. Don't claim you are. See, some of you have to make mad before you can ever get it moving. Amen, that's the truth. So see to it that you do think of it. You know, if a person really wants to get healed, they're bound to think of it. And if they don't think of it over a two or three day period, dear brother, why they no more want to get healed than you want to go to the moon tomorrow. 
Amen. They're just pretending. You know, the very next time they'd come, well, every single one of them that came, now some of them, well, not, not like one person about the baptism didn't come back just that one time. But all the rest of them received the Holy Spirit and spoke with the tongue instantly when you laid hands on them. And the vast majority were healed. You got some of them that didn't come back, or when they did come back, and you began to talk to them, said, well, I sure hope it works. I said, well, it won't. You might as well go sit down. Because, you see, they weren't in faith. Now, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, it shall be whole. And he said unto her daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. So what she said was her faith speaking, wasn't it? Wasn't it? You see, what you say is your faith speaking. Now, now you see, you have to understand that when people doubt, they still believe something. And so it still works. It is an inevitable law. It is a law of faith. And it works for you either on the positive side or on the negative side. A fellow down there in Tulsa said to me, 1964, for we, we didn't move to Tulsa in 1966, we were holding a meeting. And again, I'd taught along that line, haven't talked too much along that line for several years. And the Lord said, get back to it. That's the reason I am. And so uh, uh, this fellow said, now, Brother Hagin, he wasn't mean about it, you know. He's smiling. He said, now, you preach. And he talked about what Jesus said here in Mark 11, 24, and about the woman with the issue of blood and so on. I said, yeah, sure did. For she said, well, now, he said, you know, uh, it, it just don't work. I said, it doesn't? No. I said, isn't that strange? Jesus said, you'll have what you say, and you say, it don't work, so that's exactly what you've got. <laughs> he looked at me a minute for sort of startled, you know, and then he said, I see it. I see it. Now, here was his expression. He said, I see what I've got to do. I've got to turn that record over and play the other side. I'm over here on the negative. It's working for me on the negative all the time. And you know it is. It certainly is. But see, the Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Well, Jesus said it. We just got through reading that. Then we read about the one with the issue of blood to work for her. Let's go back and pick up from the Old Testament a scriptural illustration. Be the third one. We could give you more, but we'll stop with this one. Uh, and without reading a lot of scripture, I'll just fill in. You know, I think you remember when Israel, you know, God delivered them from Egypt. And they came up to a place called Kadesh Barnea. And they sent the 12 spies into Canaan's land to spy out the land. You remember that? Now open your Bibles to the uh, 14th chapter, 13th chapter, and the 14th chapter of, of Numbers. And you remember that the Word of God said, uh, and, and if we had time, you know, if, uh, to really go in detail here, there's a lot of good things here that would bless you. But let's just get this main point. The Word of God tells us that 10 of those 12 spies brought back an evil report. And two of them brought back a good report, doesn't it? I said, doesn't it? Now, stop and think just a minute. You see, they, they not only brought back that evil report, but they also brought back some of the giant cluster of grape, and the pomegranate, and the fruit of the land. God had told them it's a land flowing with milk and honey. What was evil about their report? Did they come back telling vulgar jokes? Well, that would have been evil, all right. 
Well, did they come back telling lies on one another? No, that would have been evil, all right. What did they do? They just came back talking doubt and unbelief. Because, see, God had promised them the land. They said it is a land all right flowing with milk and honey. And they brought back some of the fruit of the land. But, now you have to watch those folks. See, you can, you can read them all or quote to them, and they can read themselves all kind of scriptures that promise them things, you know, and faith scriptures. And they'll say, oh yeah, I believe that all right, but. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's three DVD set, Love the Way to Victory. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's slimline book, Peace. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled, Where is God in My Storm? All these items at the special price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Rainbow Bible Training College enrolling for spring 2024. Can you believe that's hard to say that? Yes. 2024. I know. Whoa. Starts in January. So go to rbtc.org slash apply and you can apply to Rainbow. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, You Can Have What You Say. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.